Hello, this is Marlene Borch with the Saskatchewan Wheat Market Outlook for December 12th. More detail on the wheat markets can be found in the written report on the Sask Wheat website. First, some overall comments on the recent uh, week in the wheat markets. We received the December USDA WASDE reports last Friday. We think the December WASDE really had no significant changes, so ultimately it's a non-market factor. But to elaborate a little, bit, a little bit on the detail, USDA did not change its 22-23 outlook of the U.S. wheat S&D. USDA estimated a slight increase in export volume for hard red spring and soft white wheat, but that was offset by a reduction in expected soft red winter exports. So no real change here. For global wheat, USDA reduced their 22-23 supply estimate and here the big surprise was that Russia remained at 91 million tons production and Argentine wheat production was lowered by 3 million tons to 12.5 million. But USDA also estimated a reduction in global disappearance due to lower feed and residual use in the EU and in the Ukraine. So projected 22-23 global ending stocks were lowered by half a million tons to 267.3 million. This is only slightly less than the estimate of 267.5 in July 22. This was the lowest ending stock estimate since 2016-17. US and EU wheat futures interpreted the USDA report as slightly negative but there really was no big surprise in the numbers in the report. <coughs> However, futures remain volatile and we can report on last week's closes as follow. March 23 contract Chicago winter wheat closed at 7.34, down 27 cents on the week. March 23 contract hard red winter wheat closed at 8.33, down 38 cents on the week. And March 23 Minneapolis hard red spring wheat closed at 9.01, down 20 cents on the week. We note though that wheat futures are currently this Monday trading up by 13 to 23 cents. And this is because the Ukrainian port of Odessa was not operating on Sunday after the latest Russian attack on the region's energy system, and we'll elaborate on that later. In terms of cash markets last week, there was not near as much action as the prior week. We are moving towards the Christmas and New Year's holiday period, which tends to be very quiet. Egypt and the agency GASC continue to buy volume Russian wheat in private deals, and the U.S. weekly wheat sales of 190,000 tons were disappointing and at the bottom of trade gases. So to continue by major wheat origin, starting with Canada, March 23, Minneapolis hard red spring wheat closed at 9.01, as mentioned, that was down 20 cents on the week. Managed money firms were selling short spring wheat through the week and expanded their net short by 1,619 contracts to 3,048 contracts as of December 6th. Regarding the Canadian export performance, Canadian wheat exports have been decent, though given the recovery in crop size this year, we would like to see more aggressiveness by exporters in the markets. Another 303,000 tons of wheat was exported in week 18 for a season total of 6.7 million tons. 
the average weekly export pays is 373,000, which is above the 340,000 per week needed to meet the agriculture and agri-food estimate for exports of 18.3 million tons. At the current pace, we would export 19.4 million of wheat, which is closer to our own estimate. But supplies could easily accommodate 20 and a half or 21 million tons of wheat exports. We think that cash prices in the Middle East will continue to be led by Russia and by developments in the Ukraine into the new year. Russian cash prices remain lower than those of other exporters, but hardware winter values are getting closer to trade. We would wait with new sales until the new year now. Regarding Durham, again, the StatScan production number for Durham of 5.4 million tons last week was smaller than expected. The trade was still looking for 5.9 million tons. Spot Durham bids have more or less remained even at 13.5 to 13.75 per bushel delivered elevator. However, we are moving into the holiday period and elevators do not want to carry extra inventory into the new year. Similarly, Durham prices posted in Italy, in Bologna, dropped by 5 euros per ton to 475 euros per ton last week. This market remains hard to read, but as we saw last year, once the US buyers backed off from the Canadian market, prices tend to take a step back on the Canadian side as well. We are a little bit concerned about this market and will keep an eye to getting more sold when the opportunity arises in the new year. Regarding the US, we already mentioned the USDA report. USDA did not change the 22-23 US outlook for wheat. Um, there was only a slight increase in export volume for hard red spring and soft white wheat, which was offset by a reduction in software winter exports. USDA expects US wheat futures to ease slightly. The global S&D, as projected by USDA Wasday, um, ended up with ending stocks that were lower by half a million tons at 267.3 million. This is only slightly less than the 267.5 million estimate in July 22, which was the lowest of its kind since 1617. Regarding new crop winter wheat, USDA still estimates that 73% of US winter wheat production is within an, ex an, an area experiencing drought. In Australia, Abaras, that's the stats agency, forecast a record Australian crop last week at 36.6 million tons. That's up 14% from the September forecast. To compare, last year's wheat crop was a record 36.3 million tons. Australian wheat futures were down by Australian dollars 20 per ton on the week. Regarding Argentina, the USDA lowered Argentine wheat exports by 3 million tons to 12.5 million and reduced, that was Argentine production, we lowered Argentine production by 3 million to 12.5 and reduced Argentine wheat exports to 7.5 million tons as well. This would be the lowest export level since 2014-15. Bash in Argentina estimated their wheat crop unchanged at 12.4 million tons, with harvest 42% complete against the 57% average. 
We know that company Stonex commented today that the drought situation in Argentina is similar to that in 2008-09, which was a big disaster. In the EU, Matif wheat was flat ahead of the USDA report with cash premiums at or near record highs, but it closed lower as the USDA raised EU ending stocks by 1 million tons, despite raising exports by a similar amount. Like seaweed, like sea prices were largely unchanged. The USDA made no changes to crop estimates, but raised exports by 1 million tons for Russia and 1.5 million tons for the Ukraine. As mentioned, Egypt continues to buy volume Russian wheat in private deals. So black sea wheat remains hard to define, but they're clearly moving progressively higher as exhibited by the rising export tax calculation. Another issue that seems to be gaining increasing notice is the outright and open theft by Russia of grain that was produced in the Ukraine. Estimates of the dollar values involved are now as high as $2 billion, uh, which converts to maybe 6 million tons at current values. The BBC, amongst others, has shown satellite imagery, which is set to prove the accusations. This helps explain why Russia has been quite aggressive in pushing wheat into the markets. So to summarize what we consider most significant over the past week, well, as mentioned, U.S. and EU futures interpreted the USDA report as slightly negative, but there really were no surprises in the numbers. New crop winter wheat in the U.S. is still 73% in areas experiencing drought. U.S. weekly sales of 190,000 were disappointing and at the bottom of trade gases. In Australia, Albaras forecast a record Australian crop at 36.6 million tons, up 14% from their previous estimate. Like sea values are hard to define, but seem to be moving higher uh, if you look as exhibited by the rising export tax calculation. There also is an issue in the Black Sea of outright and open theft by Russia, um, which seems to be shipping grain that was produced in the Ukraine. Dollar values are now as high as two billion for this issue, and the BBC seems to have some imagery that proves the accusations for theft. If true, this helps explain why Russia has been so aggressive in pushing wheat into the markets. We note that wheat futures are currently trading up 13 to 22 cents this Monday morning. And the news were that, Ukraine, that the Ukrainian port of Odessa was not operating on Sunday after the latest attack on the region's energy system. The upshot is that the three Ukrainian ports that are allowed to ship per the export corridor agreement were without power over the weekend after continued Russian attacks on the power grid in Ukraine. Technically, Russia did not attack the ports, but only one is functioning well at the moment. Hopefully, at some time in the future, we will again be able to talk about wheat markets as opposed to politics. But for now, wheat still is one of the, most, the world's most political commodities. So how will we summarize this week? Cash premiums in the Middle East continue to be led by Russia and developments in the Ukraine into the new year. Russian grain prices and cash prices remain 
lower than those of other exporters, but hardware winter values are getting closer to trade. We would wait with new sales until the new year now. This is Marlena Birch with the Saskatchewan Wheat Market Outlook. You can find the complete report online at sasweek.ca. Have a great week.